I'm Gino Samuel, and you're listening to the internet's most trusted and important pro wrestling insider podcast. This is the Stink Sheet. And welcome to the stink sheet for June 28th, 2023. It's the, it's Kurt and the J-Man. It's me and Jagger here. Uh, we had a big weekend this weekend for Bidden Door and, uh, and we're, and we're going to run it down for you. What's up Jagger? How you doing, baby? So I feel like I should start at the end actually. Okay. That Cause sounds I, good. Cause I was, I was talking about seeing the funniest thing I'd ever seen in my life at this airport. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so the flight gets what not delayed per se, but we're just stuck on the tarmac. Okay, we're and like, that's after they asked you to change your flight, right? No, they actually didn't end up doing that. I ended up getting to board on my regular flight. Oh, but we're at our destination and we're stuck on the tarmac, and it's been about twenty to twenty-five minutes, and. <laughs> So this dude with Down syndrome gets up and starts saying, hey, you want to see my karate moves? <laughs> okay. So he starts, like, shadow boxing. <laughs> oh, my god! In the aisle. <laughs> I had no... Yeah, I wouldn't have called it, because uh, a little behind the scenes, um, Jagger alluded to this a couple times before today. He mentioned in the Discord that he'd seen the funniest thing he'd ever seen. And that wasn't my guess. So no, everyone was nowhere near correct. And people were mostly jacking off focused, I think. That yeah, was... people really wanted to like hear about me jerking off, which we'll get into that. Oh jeez. Yeah. No, don't I worry. Hope... I didn't jerk off in your couch. I it's whatever, man. That's no, I I promise I you. It was it. actually an issue cuz I I was like five fucking days. No, that's true no jacking off <laughs> yeah when the first thing you see when you walk into my apartment is a big no jacking off sign <laughs> just, just like a big red ghostbuster circle over some hands i was i was laying down on the couch and every like half hour i'd see a, a head popping out from the corner being like just checking better not be checking off over there <laughs> yeah that was my i'll go my... crazy it was my entire experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like uh, like a pr- like a prisoner on suicide watch. Half an hour, <laughs> every half an hour, somebody's come waking you up. Yeah, it's like you're not jacking up in your sleep, are you? Better and I not. wasn't. I promise. Yeah. I believe you, and I have no evidence to the the contrary. But I guess we should we should go back to the beginning. Um, yeah. Thursday. What day was it? Thursday. Thursday. It was fucking Thursday. The twenty second. Yeah. Of June. June. Um, How how was your flight up here? Uh, I, I just slept because like, okay, I don't know. Maybe the minute tells would get boring, but I got up at four in the morning to get to the airport, so I just slept on the planes. So. Mm -hmm. Yes, I woke up and suddenly here I am, fucking Toronto, Ontario, Canada. 
Yes, sir. Yeah. Well, when you got in, first thing we did was we uh, I went around and showed you uh, Hamilton, uh, my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to show Jagger how many weed stores within a, were within like a five minute walk of my apartment. So we just kind of took a little walk around looking at stuff. I'm going to be yeah. honest. Uh, my expectations were so far exceeded that it's not even funny. Uh, because the way you talk about like where you live or your apartment, and I was like, am I going to the fucking ghetto? <laughs> well, I mean, kind of, but not really. But no, it was like, it was a nice urban apartment in a very nice area. Everything was, you know, exceeded. Yeah. Well, I don't want to oversell anything, right? Yeah. I'd, I'd, ra- I'd rather you be pleasantly surprised. But uh, yeah, Thursday, not much. Came back, fucking smoked some weed. Um, fucking, I made pulled pork, and I made too much. I'm, I'm actually thawing it out to <laughs> cook it for the next couple of days. Yeah, he was stressed about how much. I've never seen someone more stressed about the amount of pulled pork in their kitchen. Yeah, I had no idea what I was ever going to do with it all, because, like, there's only a couple of us, and I made, like, an entire thing. I don't even know how to describe it. The biggest bowl in my house is full, and I didn't want to waste it. Yeah. And I didn't know what to do. So I just had yeah. to freeze it. Yeah. Uh, it was good so though. Canadian weed knocked me the fuck out. I was yeah. terrified. <laughs> that Ontario government weed, baby. <laughs> I had a little bit of the locked in syndrome going on. <laughs> she has what's called locked in syndrome. <laughs> I felt so bad. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> Just come up to a strange country and have a complete anxious breakdown. Oh, no, no, I was never anxious. I was just like, damn, I'm moving in slow motion. Mm-hmm. So I tried to like start pumping my arms while I walked to try to go faster. <laughs> and for a beautiful, beautiful moment, it felt like I was in Baywatch. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'll be there, baby. That the that's fucking Serena though. Like uh, she, she's like a weed scientist. She mm-hmm. she looks up like the, the uh, medical information on the website for everything she buys and gets the thing with like, the absolute highest THC content. So like whenever we buy anything, I I take two puffs and I'm just frightened. Yeah. Yeah. That's about what I could handle. That's true, and um. Yeah, then you passed out. That was, that yeah. was it for Thursday, baby. Yeah, then I passed out, and I woke up, and I had forgotten I had went to Canada. <laughs> so I like looked out the window. I was like, where the fuck am I? It's disorienting. I, yeah, I was like, oh, okay, it hit me. Yeah, there you go. What's this church? What's this giant cat? Where the fuck am I? And uh, Friday was a big day for us. Oh, I yeah. Thought. I thought Friday was a lot of fun. We did so many activities. Yeah, it was wall-to-wall activities. We were men about town for the entire stay, pretty much. It was wild. Fucking, um... Yeah, I guess we just kind of... Well, I had to work, so you saw saw a day in the life of Kurt at work. (laughs) (laughs) You're, You're on your Xbox being like, man, it's hard being a working man. It's true, yeah. Playing Fallout New Vegas. I got one meeting for the entire day. 
and then everybody's gonna leave me alone. I went to the nice mall, which had a lot of cool stores at it. Oh yeah. Then I went to Toys R Us, and I was like, "Damn, this Cody Rhodes plush they have it would be a hilarious thing to buy." And then I bought it, and I showed it to you, and you're like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> Damn. <laughs> that bit landed on its fucking face. I was just tired. It wasn't a reflection of the coolness of the Cody Rhodes plush who now lives above my desk. Yeah. But um, Chunk yeah, didn't was... like it. No, Ch- Chunk had beef with Cody. Right off the top, they were feuding because nobody goes over the Chunk man in this house. Anybody who doesn't know, Chunk is my cat, but I mean... I wouldn't imagine this is your first episode. That would be crazy. That would be a crazy thing. You know? Yeah, it would be. Mm-hmm. Then we went out for a lovely Italian meal. Yeah, it was... I had some wine. It was mm-hmm. nice. Yep. I had the lasagna. I ate it in about 40 seconds. Yeah, he crushed it. I was so hungry. I love that place, man. It's a little Italian place, like, right up the street from my apartment. It's yeah. so cool. It's yeah. it's really, really nice. And uh afterwards, I by the way, chicken parmesan, if you if you wanted to know. How uh, was that, by the way? It was good. Yeah, you liked it? I thought this could just be nitpicking, but they were a little too much with the sauce. Oh, that's what that's how that place does. You're not really wrong. Like I like it because I'm used to it and I've been there before, but like mm-hmm. they they fucking do not shy away yeah. from their red sauce on anything in that place. Mm-hmm. It goes crazy with it. But, but yeah, afterwards, it, yeah, where did we go? We went to the Hamilton Tiger Cats versus the Montreal Alouettes at uh, Tim Hortons Field. Yeah, and for some for some goddamn football. Some this is foosball. where Alex would do that. NFL. Maybe yeah. I can do like a fucking um cut it know, in. Like, no, like a bit crushed version of the CFL theme if there is one. I don't know if there is one, but I'll take a look. I'll see if there is one. If there, there has is, to be. You'll hear it. And it'll yeah. sound like like hell. It'll sound like absolute trash. It'll be yeah. Too loud. But yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. First time I'd literally ever been down to the stadium, uh, or field, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I was amazed at how fucking uh, attended it was. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, and that was like, like a rainy, shitty day. Oh yeah, yeah, like, and like an early season game too. I guess yeah. right. Like they'll like, pack that place. You know, some mm-hmm. some weeks. There's a lot of people there, man. Fucking, yeah. uh, there was a an old drunk man in front of us who uh, almost got into it with me right off the hop. He kept antagonizing everyone within earshot. The old man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking, there's like some dude who like leads. This, like I know this sounds like a cheerleader, but it's different. But there's some dude who leads cheers, and he's called Pigskin Pete. And then the announcer said, oh, here's Pigskin Pete. And uh, I, I was like, what the fuck is a Pigskin Pete? 
And he was like, the information's available online, look it up. <laughs> I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, and I said, uh, I wonder if they do two-point conversions in CFL. And he turns to me and he was like, we invented it, you guys stole it. <laughs> he was hardcore, man. Yeah. He kept fucking like looking for Montreal fans in the crowd. We we stood by the we sat next to a true Hamilton geezer. Yeah, true Hamiltonian geezer. Is is Hamiltonian the right word? I think so. Hamiltonian. I don't know, but sounds about right. But we did also sit near the great one of the greatest French Canadians. Absolutely. <laughs> All the French Canadians we saw on our journeys up here were absolutely the the funniest people in the fucking world. Absolute characters. Yeah. If so if you were curious, the, the Alouettes absolutely butt fucked the Tiger Cats, like not even close. It was like yeah. forty eight to thirteen or some shit it like was, that. It was uh thirty eight to twelve. Thirty eight to twelve, okay. That seems like a lot. Yeah, and, Kurt, the and... fucking turncoat, started speaking French. <laughs> I was congratulating them because it was so clear that they'd won when we were leaving. You know, I said, Felicitations, <laughs> mon me. The Montreal but... fan, though, got progressively more primal as he went. Yes. At the yeah. start, he was like, oh, he throws for, you know, 300 yards a game, you know giving statistics and by like the fourth quarter he was just screaming come on Matthew throw the ball throw the ball throw the ball Matthew <laughs> he rocked <laughs> that guy he was having a time the time of his life as Hamilton is just getting butt fucked in the rain oh my god yeah and it was a rainy day too but it was it was nice because it wasn't like hot at all no it was it was pretty comfy I gotta say Mm-hmm. Mm, really nice view from that fucking field. You can see all the factories and industrial crap. It's crazy. I love it. I'm definitely going to go back sometime. I had a good time. Watch yeah. the Ham- Tiger Cats get butt-fucked again. <laughs> Next time I'm in Hamilton, we'll go to another Tiger Cats game, and I'll buy another oh, piece of merch. <laughs> hey, hell yeah. I'll get the gold chain. That was a pretty cool t-shirt. Oh, yeah, I, I liked it. I like I'm wearing it right now, actually. Oh, hell yeah. Represent your 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 uh, not homesick, but visit your Hamilton sick. <laughs> <laughs> I I miss I miss Hamilton so much. I miss the mall that has weirdly has a dollar store in it. Oh yeah, it's got a lot of weird shit in there. <laughs> like m- mainly a million closed down stores, and also a pretty nice movie theater. Yeah, yeah, that's where um. A, that's where AEW is tonight. The movie Cop- theater? Well, no. Uh, like Jackson Square, it's like attached yeah. to Cops Coliseum. Oh. Do you know the yeah. first Royal Rumble was in Cops Coliseum? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. true. Yeah, Hamilton does have a pretty good history for old pro wrestling. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, uh, the guy who was with us at Forbidden Door who left fucking halfway through uh, is at uh, Dynamite right now, actually. Oh, lucky him. Yeah, I was going to try to get comps, and then I was just like, I'm going to play Diablo <laughs> with my girlfriend today, I think. Yeah. I forgot all about it, you know. But then we uh, we got an Uber back or a Lyft or whatever. A Lyft back. <laughs> Fucking yep. Saeed. 
<laughs> Saeed was he was on one, brother. It was like a pretty long ride. Like I say, like because of the traffic, yeah. it was about twenty minutes to get home. And for I would say seventeen and a half minutes, our man Saeed didn't say shit. Yeah. We were <laughs> just in the back, just, you know, talking shop. Talking really? podcasting for the first time, and probably the only time yeah, we <laughs> when never, you came up here. <laughs> we never mentioned the podcast. There was two times, one of them was in the back of the car, and the other one uh, we'll get to later. But then, about 17 minutes in, Saeed says what? <laughs> he said, there's like a transport truck in the inner city, and he finds that very peculiar. And he says, it's probably an Indian guy driving that truck. They love doing that shit. To which we bust out laughing. <laughs> yeah, just like start killing ourselves laughing because it was so out of nowhere. And he's explaining. He's like, yeah, they're fucking Indian. They do that shit. And I'm <laughs> I'm like thinking like, what? <laughs> Is that a thing? Like, I didn't know that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Never heard that before in my life, Saeed. What are we doing? Where was um, he from? He was from uh, Afghanistan. Afghanistan. Yeah, he was from I was like thinking, I didn't know you guys had beef. They get yeah, like there's beef all over, depending on who you are. You know what I mean? Like all the, all the different countries over there have beef with each other. Yeah, and they all coalesce in beautiful Hamilton, Ontario, to just duke it out. Yeah, which is why Hillary Clinton had uh, Muammar Gaddafi killed to prevent the United States of Africa from forming. Keep all that beef going. They want they want everybody fighting each other, so they don't. Yeah, because they're driving eighteen uh, wheeler. Actually, I, it wasn't an eighteen wheeler. It was just a transport truck through yeah. a residential neighborhood. Mm-hmm. But like moving, like that guy was full of shit though. Moving trucks do that all the time. And, like, with those, like, big cabs on them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, that That's, yeah, that's where he was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> that was his, the only wrong thing he said. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but the, the night didn't end there, did it? It did not. No. Um, it was a uh, fucking friend of the show, contributor to the show. The guy who does the fucking opening theme song. Yeah, sorry that I'm late, but I was fucking up the party. Uh, it was Wayne's birthday. It was. And, yeah, so we uh, we got dried off real quick because we got like rained on for hours. And uh, then we went over to Wayne's place and hung out with some of my friends. It was a good-ass time. Man, I, I was about to turn to Kurt and be like, you should have warned me that we were going to go hang out with some fucking male models. I feel like a real <laughs> piece of work right now. <laughs> They're good-looking boys, I'll mm-hmm. say that. Yeah. Yep. yep, hung out with uh, Wayne and Jamie and Connor and Ned. And, uh, yeah, then we tried to do karaoke after having a couple uh, short drinks at Wayne's place. And that was a fucking adventure. Because, like, we could not find the karaoke place oh, at all. Oh, before that, there was this, yeah. like, there was this black dude who walked up to all of us. I think oh, yeah, just walked up to... Uh, Wayne actually and was like you guys look like a cool group of friends <laughs> yes that sounds so made up but that did really happen he's like I like you guys and I'm like okay yep. that's cool yeah, thanks man we, we are, are a pretty good group of friends I think 
You know? People are so friendly here. <laughs> they can be, yeah. You, you def- Canada definitely put its best foot forward with you, I think. Really wanted to impress you. Because uh, there's jerks here, too. <laughs> don't, don't get the wrong I know. idea. But, uh, yeah. No, that guy was cool. But yeah, then we just, like, walked up and down the fucking streets, ripping cigs, and uh, trying to find this fucking karaoke place. And we walked by it, like, twice. And then it, like, even though it said it was open online, uh, the fucking door was locked. So, fucking our buddy Ned actually calls up. This, uh, this girl has to come in and, like, open the door. And then we go to this fucking, like, karaoke spot. Back on top room. of, like, a... Yeah, back room. On top of, like, a ramen place for, like, a private karaoke thing. It was called Spicy Palace. Yeah, and it was awesome. They had, like, mirrored floors. Mm-hmm. They had a, a drink cooler that did not work, and I had the <laughs> warmest Corona I've had in my life. Them beers were warm as fuck, my son. Holy shit. That, but, sh- that, shot, fe- that shot felt like I was drinking poisoned bath water. Yeah. That's the temperature and the taste. Absolutely. But, like, those fucking piss-hot beers were refreshing just because of how hot it was in the karaoke room. Oh, yeah. And, like, it was the fucking... I don't... It was, like, the nicest karaoke place I've ever been to, Mm -hmm. but it had the worst karaoke function because the fucking entire, uh... The entire UI of the fucking thing you used to pick the karaoke song was in... Was it... Is it Mandarin? Is it the one that's more yeah, widely spoken? It it yeah. was Mandarin. Yeah, it was in Mandarin Chinese, and like they had every song by every Chinese singer ever, but like maybe like fifty English songs that you had to like hunt for. It was it was insane, but we managed to get a couple good ones out of it. I thought. Yeah, a lot of Kanye. A lot of Kanye. Yep. A lot of Usher. Ooh. A little bit of Kylie Minogue in there. Uh, Celine Dion. <laughs> Celine Dion, I forgot about that. Is she regular Canadian or French Canadian? She's She is French Canadian. Celine oh. Dion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, holy fuck. Also, yeah. the really cool balcony. Was... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was just, like, the balcony to her house. You know yeah. what I mean? Because, like, that was definitely, like, some kind of family business. Yeah. But yeah, we were just sitting out there ripping cigs, had a nice view of like the back streets of the city. It was yeah. real cool. It was, it was like, we, felt like cool. big shots, man, doing yeah. that. It was a cool ass time. Yeah, it felt like total big shots, fucking uh, getting big old trays of shots and beers and shit. Neon floor. Felt Boom. like we were about to get killed by John Wick. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there was John Wick and about 30 bounty hunters were about to come through the door at any moment while we're singing, like, <laughs> fucking some Chinese pop singers' fucking tunes. We would, uh, we get a radio call, but it's in Chinese that the bounty on John Wick has gone up another million dollars. Yeah, so none of us are <laughs> sharp enough to try to take advantage, <laughs> which may have saved our lives, you know? Perhaps may have saved our lives but yeah but we got totaled there we drank so many warm ass beers holy fuck and uh yeah 
Just when it started to smell like a war crime in there, our time was up, and we had to leave. We so, were escorted out. Yeah, we were escorted out very politely by the lady who let us in. And uh, then we went, we got tacos at Mucho Burrito. We did. Mucho Burrito. Yep. The Yo. middest Mexican you'll ever see in your life. So we came in, like, right as, at closing. Mm-hmm. And there was a, that homeless guy who, like, walked in to go use the... Was he talking to you before? No. He was talking to one of us, like, outside. Uh, and, uh, I don't know. He, he goes in to use the bathroom, and he doesn't leave by the time we get out. And you just see the, like, whoever's running to the store just lock the door and give us a smile and a wave. <laughs> now you just can't leave. <laughs> yeah, what do you think happened to that homeless guy? That's how they make the barbacoa. You know what I mean? <laughs> they just wait for somebody to fucking OD in their bathroom and then they just slow cook them. Put them in the fucking burritos. Gross. But yeah, that, that homeless guy ruined my life and I'm glad he was eaten because um, fucking... I had to piss so bad. <laughs> After we left the fucking karaoke joint. Yeah. And he went in the bathroom and then just the, the door was locked and it wouldn't fucking open because he was like dead in there or whatever. So I walked around the block like three times looking for a inconspicuous place to piss. And then I pissed like right in front of full view of the fucking burrito place. Just like at this like chest high wall. And uh, I didn't get arrested, which was great. You could have just, what, was there not like a women's bathroom? I I tried both and neither one would open. Oh, he said they weren't locked, and so I tried both, and yeah, no dice. Oh but, damn. Uh, yeah, and then what happened after we got our food? Fucking who else but Spider Man makes an appearance? <laughs> Literally Spider Man. <laughs> we fucking see Spider Man walking down the street with like a couple other people, and he's got a bag on him. And he's like, oh, I'm just out here giving food to anybody who might be hungry. <laughs> and he tried to relate to me, because he's like, oh, you're from the United States? I'm from Manhattan. I was like, damn, Spider-Man, you're the coolest. <laughs> I was so happy to see Spider-Man. Make you feel at home. It's another American right here. Yeah, two foreign nationals making moves in Canada. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll make the um, picture Spider-Man the fucking the show art for this one because we we took like no photos i was like yeah we'll video log some of this shit and i was like my phone is constantly dead you tried to do one video from my memory one video is my first time at like a corner store and you're like what are you buying and then someone turned the corner and you got like shy and put your phone down that's exactly what happened And, and that experience taught me to never do that again I was thinking, I was like, man, if I was that guy, I'd think I was a cunt. So I'm not going to do this. I'm just going to enjoy my time with my friend and we can uh, talk about it after. They could have thought I was some famous guy. You are. You're Jagger from the Stink Sheet. Oh, yeah. yeah. An yeah. internet micro celebrity. Influencer, That's... if you will. Indeed. Yeah, this is this is an influencer show. But, uh, yeah, that was, that was pretty much it. After Spider-Man just went home and fucking crashed. And um, Saturday wasn't huge either, because I think we were incredibly hungover. Oh, yeah. I don't even remember anything we did on Saturday. We went to the doors. At, oh! In the, in the nighttime. We went to yeah. the bar. 
Yeah. We, yeah, and I felt washed up as fuck there. Mm. I found so, that funny, because, like, there was a lot of people there who were, like, a lot more old and hard-looking than, than yeah, you Yeah, but were, where know? we were sitting, it was just a bunch of... Where we were sitting was just a bunch of, like... They looked like they were, like, in high school. I was like, what the fuck are you doing what? here? No, Jesus. The ones behind us? The one that's were in my eyesight? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess I wasn't looking behind me, but I just, I just, I just saw some fucking probably mid 20s girls with huge old knockers <laughs> but in my in my periphery there were like some hardcore shows going on which yeah we, we missed the the red hot chili peppers cover band which we would have been front and center for oh yeah that's right there was a red hot chili peppers cover band that played before we got there and they had an indian lead singer and we thought that was the coolest thing ever and wanted to see it but we were too late we were too we late showed up there were hardcore shows going on and i mm-hmm. was not coming out of mosh retirement yeah i was tired of being in sweaty places because i knew i was going to go into forbidden door and it was going to be really sweaty which it really wasn't given on no we had a nice air-conditioned suite yeah which uh which came in handy <laughs> Kurt goes, tries to mosh at the hardcore show and gets turned. They do like an x ray for Mortal Kombat on him. <laughs> My bones are powdered. <laughs> you just break like glass. Yeah. Like yeah. when Sub Zero freezes you and does an uppercut. <laughs> you just turn into like a bunch of frost shards. I'd like try to two step and break my ankle and have to be <laughs> rescued. <laughs> But yeah, we didn't talk to a soul at the bar, but the bartender no. was very nice. I liked her a lot. Yeah. Yeah, she was cool. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, that was Saturday. That and was then Saturday. Boom. Boom. Sunday. Boom. Boom. Colt so- Cabana. Boom. Boom. Colt Cabana. It's Colt Cabana. That's right. That's right. S- Sunday. Yeah, Sunday was crazy go nuts, man. Sunday was was banana medicine. Sunday was goo goo goofballs. Doctor um, feel good. Doctor feel good. Yeah, fear and loathing in Toronto, Ontario. Oh my. T- but yeah, so we got up mad early on. Well, mad early for me on a weekend, like you know, nine or ten a.m. or so. Yeah. And and then just uh, went down to the train station. Missed uh, it. Missed it. Hung around the train station for an hour. You know, talking about geopolitics. <laughs> then uh, scoreboard. Yeah, scoreboard. That's right. That's right. But yeah, then we fucking took the train out of Toronto. It was. It got increasingly more fucking busy. Yeah. So there wasn't a goddamn free seat in the place, and this poor young mother had to stand up. I offered her my seat. She did yeah. not take it. And she wasn't, she wasn't having it. So I was like, okay, well, I guess I can't also offer. It's not going to make a difference. It would have been but. so fucked up if you would have offered and she would have taken it. Mm-hmm. Then she's just sitting by you. No, I would have been pissed. I was like, my seat's not fucking good enough. Yeah, what's, what's, ro- what's wrong, gorgeous Asian mother? Yeah, hey, I don't see a father here. That's true. I, I could be the dad that steps up in that situation easily. Not if I have anything to do with it. Uh, well, <laughs> me and you get into a fucking chicken fight esque fight on the train, <laughs> rolling down the aisle. <laughs> oh man! And we got our fucking tickets checked for the first time 
since I've ever been riding those goddamn trains. We looked shysty. Mm-hmm. I guess so. I buy that. I would have. I buy that for sure. I would have fought you over that that beautiful, gorgeous Asian single mother. Yeah, I, I believe that. Yeah, I would have. But the funniest <laughs> outcome would be like the dad gets on the train while you're like pounding my face into dust, <laughs> and you get up, pat me on the chest, and it's like truth. Truth. Yeah. <laughs> We're done. We're done. Well, would you look at that? Mm-hmm. Oh man. But yeah, then we we got to Toronto. And, woohoo! Uh, the woo-hoo. six. We were running through the six with our woes, and uh, yeah, we uh, met up with another friend of the show, Kev from uh, Kevy's Country Breakfast, longtime friend of mine. Had a couple pints at an Irish bar next to this big old window. It was real nice over there. Yeah, good, good view. View of the mm-hmm. Sears Tower. The Sears Tower <laughs> from Chicago. Oh, what's it? What's the uh, CN Tower? The CN Tower. Yeah. yeah, the big old Space Needle. Yeah, you could see it from from our little window. That was pretty sweet. I thought that was cool. Cause like it's much better to like look at it from other places. Mm-hmm. Cause it costs like 160 bucks to go up in that fucking thing. Yeah, and it's just the same view you get as when you go up in the airplane. So it's like. What are you paying for? It's crazy. I didn't, I didn't get a view of Toronto leaving, which pissed me off because someone stole my seat on the plane. Oh, like they stole the one that was like your number? Yeah, it was like this ancient Middle Eastern woman who didn't speak a lick of English or French because they tried both. So there was no negotiating? <laughs> yeah, there was no negotiating. They were like, hmm. okay, just sit where she was going to sit. I was like, how do I know where she's going to sit? Between her two children. Yeah. <laughs> They're having a screaming argument all the way back to the States. No, but I got an aisle seat. Good for if you have to piss a lot. Bad for if you like looking at stuff. Yeah. You know? But yeah, fucking... Uh, and so we had a couple of nice drinks with our friend Kev and our friend yeah. Jordan. The most beautiful... I feel like I'm pointing out women's attractiveness a lot on this but oh my god our fucking bar uh waitress i guess because we oh shit yeah she looked like fucking jade cargill it was insane if she was like small yeah yeah small like miniature jade cargill it was yeah she was she was a fucking i forgot all about her so he just reminded me yeah i gotta go back to that bar man god damn it (laughs) shit it was nice there Kurt yeah, then... does a residency at that bar. Just try. <laughs> becomes a like an alcoholic because he's like, I know this time's the one. I get her number. Absolutely. He <laughs> coming to Barfly at like a fucking corporate kitchen <laughs> Irish pub place. Yeah, that'd be that'd be sick. Like a, it'd be cool if like there was a guy who was like a Fuddruckers drunk. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean... Or, like, what What was that place we were at in Chicago across from uh, the arena? It was, like, some kind of arcade type place. Yeah, I, I don't remember. But, but a guy like, who posts up there every day drinking. Guy who goes to Dave and Buster's to drink every day. That'd be so sick for drinking $12 beers. <laughs> I went to a TGI Friday's, and there was just a woman at the bar drinking alone, and I was like, what the fuck? I bet she's fun. I promise you. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, and uh, so so after we had a few lovely drinks with our friends Jordan and Kev, uh, we walked up Queen Street West. Beautiful. Famous, beautiful Queen Street West. Um, sadly, we were low on time, so we didn't really look at a lot of stuff. No, we But what were... we did find was a store that sold psychedelic mushrooms. <laughs> we did, and the clerk was very informative, very mm-hmm. polite. Yep. Real nice guy. I tipped him five bucks for his, for his help. Yeah, there was a tip jar, so I tipped him. You know, it's insane tipping like a retail, like someone who's just ringing up shit. Not even for I guess I don't know if they put the jar there. I I, I feel like I'm supposed to. And I plus, guess. it's like ha- how many times am I gonna go back there? Not many. Every uh, day. Every day. Oh God. Making me tired just thinking about it, dude. Holy shit. But yeah, it was like the most bare-bones-ass store ever. It was just like a big empty floor, fucking three counters, only one of which had anything in it, and then a fucking cash register. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I think, like, mushrooms now, I think, are in that, like, gray market stage that weed was at for a while, which was, like, better in my mind for weed, because you could get way better edibles than you can get now. But uh, yeah, I just walked in, bought that shit, and left. And then I quickly realized, like, I bought a quarter for anybody who's not super familiar. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a decent amount of psychedelic mushrooms. Like, it's seven grams, right? Eight. Eight grams? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Right, okay. Because they were yeah, selling eight. it, like, eight, twelve, and sixteen. Oh. Damn, I took even more than I thought. But yeah, I quickly realized how much we had and that, like, I could not get it into the show with me. So, like, I couldn't save it. So as we're walking down Queen Street heading to the fucking Scotiabank Arena, (laughs) I'm just stuffing these things in my face. Me and Jagger are splitting them. Our buddy Jordan has, like, one stem. And we just fucking house the rest. And then there was that guy who walked up next to us and tried to sell us more mushrooms. Yes, that's true. I forgot all about that. Holy shit. <laughs> insane. Absolutely insane. Fucking, that was the last thing I needed at that point. It's like, I'm trying to get rid of what I can. And yeah. um, this is funny, because, you know, this was not my first rodeo with uh, no with, with psychedelic drugs by any means. You know, I've... I've uh, I've done a, a couple different kinds, a few different times, you know? And uh, my experience with mushrooms is always that it takes, like, anywhere from, like, an hour, hour and a half to really, like, kick in. But, buddy, 20 minutes later, when we were walking up to the arena, I was gone. <laughs> the last, like, the last thing I remember being even remotely coherent for before, like, everything just went to Fucksville was uh, Jordan turning to me and he says, how are you alive? <laughs> and I'm like, I ask myself that every day because he's like, yeah, I took one stem and I'm like, fucked. And you ate like five grams. And then we had to find our fucking sweet while we were coming up on psychedelic mushrooms. Yeah. Um. So we get to the sweet. I feel really bad because... For the entire first part of it, I'm, like, barking orders at the poor little bar bartender lady. I'm like, I need a phone charger. You know, I need, you know, water, this, that. 
Mm-hmm. So we find our seats, and Kurt is convinced that we are in the wrong seats. Yeah, absolutely. I was having an existential crisis because I knew that, like, when we bought tickets for the suites, there were numbers on them. You know yeah. what I mean? So, so I figured I was looking for, like, the stadium chairs that had the seat numbers on them. And, but, like, where I was, I was just sat up to the bar above those chairs and just, like, watching the show from there. But it was, like, such a nice view in my mind at the time. Like, I felt like they were, like, the best seats in the house. So I was like, I am definitely in somebody else's seat. And they are pissed off at me about it. And I have ruined this for everybody by sitting here. So I kept asking. I was like, okay, what, like, Jordan, what's the fucking number of my tickets? Okay, where is seat? fucking 14 <laughs> and then i went down there and um fucking poor poor uh Lyris and <laughs> other guy man because <laughs> like she gets there as a girl from twitter bought the one of the tickets off me she comes there and comes over and introduces herself fucking sweetest girl but like i'm tripping my fucking face yeah, me and kurt are gone <laughs> we are part. out of there <laughs> like <laughs> At this point, none of the, like, real psychedelic shit has happened. I'm just enjoying the lights and the sounds. Mm-hmm. But and the air conditioning. The air conditioning. I'm enjoying my, my Jack and Coke, just having a good time. And then nope. it starts to kick in, man. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I start coming up, like, real hard, and it's rocky. So I, like, excuse myself to the bathroom for a second. But what I didn't know is that the bathroom is across the stadium from the rest of the suites. Yeah. Because, like, the way the way it's set up, it's, like, a big, like, loop, right? Hallway, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, the women's room is right next to our suite. But the men's room is on the other side. So I go over there, and the fucking floor is melting. Like, <laughs> I fucking... I'm talking... I'm, ta- I'm literally talking myself down in the bathroom stall. I'm like, you've done this before. You're okay. Like... You're you're at a wrestling show with a bunch of buddies. You're gonna have a good time. Just fucking chill out. And yeah, then my memory just starts to get like really spotty. Like I came back and I got some water, which was like the best thing I'd ever tasted in my life because I needed it so badly, and I was so nervous. It's just like drinking water calmed me down. It was the the whole time I'm just sitting on the couch, in the suite, cross legged, holding my my. My Jack and Coke and feeling like a motherfucker from secession. I'm like, I've made it. <laughs> we were on top of the world. Like, we can go down the card or whatever, but like, for, like, here's what I can say. I, oh, I, I remember being so sad when Filthy Tom came out. Because I love, like, I was so happy to hear his music and I love Filthy Tom. But he had to fight Serpentico in a squash, squash match. On the fucking, like, undercard. And yeah. that made me so sad for him. But uh, that was, like... I remember that pretty well. But then there was, like, fucking uh, Billy Starks versus Athena. Mm-hmm. Which I remember Billy Starks doing, like, a kick and a backflip. And that was it. That was all I remembered. My I... first memory of the show was Tanahashi's entrance. Oh, I... yeah. That was epic. Because I had my hands up on the doing the ace pose i was like this man is god Mm -hmm. it was like i was seeing like jesus in real life yeah 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 a very religious experience although jordan was flipping out so hard that i 
convinced myself he was going to jump over the rail and it was the only thing I could focus on. So yeah. I barely remember any of the match at all. I was just like, I was like, oh my god, I gave Jordan a mushroom stem. He's going to jump off of this fucking thing and die and it's going to be my fault. I was fucking, oh, I was having a rough time. Holy shit. It was crazy. And, uh, yeah, so, like, after, the nerves got to me so bad, I then excused myself after, uh, MJF beat Tanahashi to the bathroom. And, uh, apparently between then, fucking, uh, CM Punk versus Kojima starts up, and I can hear Cult of Personality, like, as I'm leaving the bathroom. And Jordan comes up to me, he's like, CM Punk's out there, man. And I'm like, I got a lot bigger problems than CM Punk right now. <laughs> you did say that. <laughs> It was true. <laughs> that that trip really, really put that kind of shit in perspective. <laughs> uh, so at this time, I'm sort of just... I'm just hanging out. My legs sort of feel like noodles, but nothing major has happened. Until around this match, Kurt starts crying and saying yep. that he wishes his girlfriend was here. To which I say, I'm thinking... <laughs> This is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. So I take out my phone and I go through my contact list and I'm like, I'm texting propo marriage proposals to like four different women. It's hmm. like, oh, one, one girl. Oh, I know, you know, we haven't talked in a while, but I really do, you know, want to... You know, start a life with you. Would you like to get married? No, no, like saying I'm on mushrooms or anything. Just, <laughs> yeah, you didn't pr proceed that with that. Let's just let's get married. Let, and then my phone dies, and I don't care <laughs> this time. But going forward, we'll see how that ends up. <laughs> we'll see how that plot thread carries throughout the night. But now, me and Kurt, Kurt's crying, I'm holding mm. his hand, because he's like, I hope I didn't ruin this for everyone. And I was like, this is one of the most wonderful nights in my life. There was a magical moment where we could have made out, like, in the lighthouse. Absolutely. <laughs> there was never a stronger bond of love between two men as in that moment, because I also felt, like, so reassured by Jagger saying he was, a good he was having a good time. That I literally broke through all of the anxiety I was feeling on the come up. So it was like this like epic catharsis. And Kurt responds with something that I think should be on his gravestone. I just got done defeating a lot of fears. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I did. I did. I was I I was standing atop of a bloodied pile of my own anxieties after that moment. It was it would, it could have been a million years, but it was like I think just like the last 30 seconds of the fucking Punk Kojima match. It was insane. And uh yeah, I don't even remember what ha I got to look up the card cuz like, yeah. I can't remember what was next. Well, in Jagger's world, uh this 14,000 seat arena turns into a womb like a, mm -hmm. a a woman's womb and i'm looking and seeing it all and it's like i'm there i 
bust out crying because I'm like, fertility is so magical and beautiful. <laughs> I'm so glad to be here. Yeah. I remember being uh, deeply comforted by uh, Orange Cassidy and uh, Shibata's theme musics. Yeah. Cause, yeah, because that was like, that was like another like come down period, you know? Because like I was, because like I took a lot of shit, right? So, yeah. Like there were big waves of me fucking <laughs> being just super duper high and not and like yeah, fucking listening to Jane and uh, the Shibata theme. It was crazy. I don't remember a lot of the match, but we watched it the next day, and it was yeah. really good. Mm-hmm. It was it, it was great, but like, yeah, I was fucking in my own head at that point. I'm trying to determine as we go through this, what was the point where I like regained full consciousness and could actually talk to the people around me. Uh, it definitely wasn't next. <laughs> no, it was last part of the Omega. Osprey match, I think you were coming out of it, and you were fully out of it by Danielson, the main event. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, because uh, I remember Sonata and Jungle Boy was, again, just like <laughs> sobbing, being so high. I'm fucking <laughs> sobbing. <laughs> and me and you were having this conversation. <laughs> I can't remember exactly what we said. But I'm just like, I can't help but feel like I made a mistake. And you're like, there is no mistake, but you're always looking for one. And I was like, damn, dude. <laughs> Fucking 30 years of therapy couldn't have done that. That's crazy. And I felt so good. Uh, Yeah, I don't remember much of the match, but the next time I cried, <laughs> which is which is bookmarking <laughs> it with times we cried, I was very reassuring. Also, there was a magical moment where my leg, it started to feel like it was, like, gelatinous, and it was, like, morphing with your leg. That's true. <laughs> and I was like, damn. I felt that as well. Yeah, I was, uh, it was during the Eddie Kingston entrance, and I'm, like, looking at Eddie Kingston, I'm looking at Kurt, and I'm like, you guys are the same. <laughs> that really touched me. <laughs> yeah, in my head, I was like, damn. They've worked all this time, and now they finally have an audience who, like, is cheering them on, and it's very beautiful. And I'm like, damn, what a magical moment. And I started crying. <laughs> but, I, but, like, I knew I was crying, but I couldn't feel it. I could just feel, like, my... I could feel this heat around my eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, you asked me if you were at one point, and I was like, a little bit, I think. But also, like... I couldn't fully see your face because my eyes weren't focusing yeah. on anything. But, like, I knew we were both very emotional. So I was like, yes, I think so. You know, I think so. But, yeah, um, 10-man tag match. Uh, again, watched it the next day. Very good. In the moment, uh, watching fucking Hangman Page flip all over the place on Mushrooms was, like, insane. It was crazy. I was just thinking about what an inhuman fucking freaking nature he is to be able to do all that shit. And uh, how good of a wrestler he is, you know? Uh, I, and I was I was like, people ask why I ride for these motherfuckers. <laughs> I really ask. appreciated them coming out to Death Rider because, like, sludge metal hits so fucking good. Yeah. 
and their entrance felt like it took like 10 minutes and it had the like filter of the NWO, like the black and white filter over it. Yeah. And it felt I like could, the, I could see how you'd see that too. And yeah. they were, it was like repeating. So I would see like John Moxley jump over the barricade and I see him do it again. It was the damnedest thing, but I was like, fuck, this is awesome. The song kicks ass. I'm having a good time. Mm-hmm. I got really emotional when I saw Shota Umino. Yeah. Because, like, when I started getting real, like, like, you know, I've been watching wrestling since 2015, but I would say the summer when uh, Mox left WWE and went to New Japan, that was, like, when I was, like, really, really in. You know what I mean? And, like, before that, with the uh, Kenny and Okada series, like, yeah. 2016, 2017. And I remember uh, fucking... Shota Umino is like Mox's young boy in Japan, and I see him in the ring, standing side by side. They're on the same team. They're gonna whip these motherfuckers' asses. It was, it was, it was a lot. It was overwhelming. How how proud I was of young Shota Umino. You know, fucking love that guy. What was but, the match uh, after that? It was Tony Storm defeating Willow Nightingale. I all I remember of that is an explosion of joy in my soul when I saw Willow's like. Uh, Titantron thing and her song because uh, yeah she's just very very happy don't remember any of the match because that's when I realized that our buddy Jordan had just left without saying anything and that was the one that I gave uh, like a stem of the mushrooms to so I was like oh he's dead <laughs> <laughs> oh no <laughs> what happened and I snapped out of it enough that I could actually like talk to the other people in the fucking suite for the first time and uh, I caught up with them. Oh my god! When I was like really off my face, um, fucking like the the guys like I knew them uh, to a point. Yeah. But uh, they're all having a laugh, and uh, and Jordan's like, "Oh, are you tripping out too hard, Kurt? Why don't you come over here and talk to Gary Hart?" <laughs> and like, sw- like swear to God, this motherfucker. Do you know who I'm talking about? Gary yeah, Hart? yeah, yeah, yeah. This motherfucker in the suite looked just like like fucking dead Brody's on. Manager. Looked just like him. And, like, I didn't even say a word because I was, like, I don't know if I'm seeing this right now or if, like, Jordan just tricked me. But, like, I talked to him. Like, the first thing I said to somebody else besides Jagger in the suite when I was, like, coming out of the fucking shit, I was, like, man, motherfucker, you do look like Gary Hart. That's crazy. (laughs) Everybody starts laughing. Yeah. 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 But that was all I remember from that fucking match, man. So... Osprey o- Omega. Well, so where do good. You, where do you start? Well, I'll start with what I was watching, which was when Kenny Omega came out, he was in his cleaner gear. I've, he had the black jacket. He had the, like, trunks, the black, you know. Black and white hair. Yeah, exactly. I saw the same fucking, uh, we had the same hallucination. <laughs> I saw him coming out with his, like, original, like, junior heavy gear. Yeah, it it was insane. I was overwhelmed. With and emotion. then, like, by the end of the match, we're coming out of it, so we're like, "Oh wait, no, he's not." Yeah, no, he's just got he's got some new trunks on. Yeah, for this show. And uh, I honestly think the thing that sobered me up completely was the Tiger Driver ninety one, or maybe the DDT on the stairs. Yeah, because that was when I actually like snapped to attention. I was like, "Oh my god!" 
And then I had some fun yelling at Don Callis, telling him to get a job. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> that he's a bitch. He's great, man. I, I would love to yell at him more. My, my like, snap out of it moment was, like, when Omega was hung on the ropes and Osprey did something and just slingshots omega yeah it was fucking insane or when um when old billy bird bring it to shoving the canadian flag up his ass I, I, that was cool i, remember, I was like I yeah i'm a foreigner too get them <laughs> get their dumb asses oh shit but yeah what a match man i, I haven't watched it for the second time yet but i'm probably gonna do that this evening sometime but yeah. Jesus Christ, that was historical, man. A fucking that was a crazy, crazy match. And like, you know, there's a lot of discourse going on right now about like the Tiger Driver '91, and all I can tell you, it worked in the arena. <laughs> we were all fucking thrilled. <laughs> also, I don't know if you hear my phone going off. Uh, I have a friend. She's asking me if I want to go to a strip club with her. And I'm like, Tonight? yeah, I was like, fuck all the way. I'm not doing anything ever again. <laughs> I'm done. No more activities. No, I've done everything. Yeah, like fucking we had a big like shit. I don't I don't be doing that much stuff. But like I felt like a tourist, too. You know yeah. What I mean? Like because like we did a bunch of stuff I'd never done before. Well, well I've done karaoke, but not in that place. I was like, damn, Kurt's average life is so cool <laughs> yeah his day-to-day goings on he's a proper <laughs> socialite yeah no the best representation of my actual life would have been friday afternoon when you were watching me not work or monday <laughs> where we were just doing fuck all again we barely even talked to each other that day we were just <laughs> on the couch on our phones <laughs> yeah bombed out yeah <laughs> Well, like, fuck, like, because, like, even after the show, we weren't done. We went and got hamburgers, fucking walked around. Yeah. Talked for a while till late night. Fucking. I was just like, there was nothing left in my body or brain on Monday. I was toast. I was fucking toast, dude. It was so fun. But it was nice. You know, we just relaxed. Yeah. Nice cool down day, I'd call it. Had some pizza. That was lovely. Mm -hmm. Little bronzies. A little Bronzy's Pizza, fucking mm-hmm. Goodfathers. Yeah, Delish. Godfather, yeah. That's right. That was the oh. loosest hamburger I ever had on a pizza, though. Yeah, it's just because it's their meatballs, and they just plop that fucker down on top of it. They don't yeah. bake it They don't bake it under the cheese. Yeah. It's crazy. They're crazy like that. They're, but, they're um, sick of words. Next match, I don't remember a fucking thing, because uh, it sucked. <laughs> it was really good to see Sting. It was really good to see Naito. Um, the match stunk. <laughs> it was shit. It was boring. Yeah, I was walking around during this one. None of those men could do anything. No, I, yeah, I walked around, stole mm. some cake from another suite. Oh, I forgot all about that. <laughs> that was the biggest pimp move ever. <laughs> I'm like, to Kurt, like... I'm coming out of it, so I'm, like, realizing that I may have fucked some stuff up. I was like, yeah, just uh, proposed four women. We'll find out when mm-hmm. we get there. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you were like, I told all these women that I love them. This is when I was still a little bit high. And I was like, because you do, man. 
<laughs> you do. <laughs> you know? Exactly. That's what he said. Now, <laughs> now I'm questioning myself, like, what? Maybe. <laughs> Never thought about it that way, buddy. You wouldn't have said it if you didn't feel it, but you know that, that's that's taking logi- that's taking logistics out of it. You know what yeah. I mean? I mean, felt it in the moment, not yeah. like necessarily, you know, all the time. But uh, yeah, fuck man, um, that match stunk, and it was hilarious when you stole somebody's cake. There was one of those suites that was empty, and, and like I was so fucking tempted to just go in there take a nap. Yeah. I was like, nobody's going to fucking see me. It's going to be awesome. I can just work through my shit without being scared of somebody seeing me sobbing. Which was a fear I let go of after a little while. Yeah, no, we were... I... Okay, our stories are really cool, I guess. Mm. But what I want really want to hear is like from people who were like beside us. Yeah. I'll I'll see if Rob could come on sometime. <laughs> Tell the third person account. Yeah, because like Jordan would have like a skewed view yeah, of it because cause... he was on a little bit of mushrooms. But Rob was the guy who organized the whole thing. That's who yeah. I was like sent sending the cash to for the tickets. Yeah, and he was like two chairs down. I had a nice conversation with him after because I was like, yeah. "Oh, sorry for being so shy, buddy." Like I told everybody when we got there, I was like, "I just ate like a shitload of mushrooms." So mm-hmm. my apologies if I'm uh, yeah. strange at all. We did but not mingle. We did not mingle until it was over. And mm-hmm. Then, uh, then I I had some nice chats with people, caught up. Um, but but yeah, I, I want to hear what the what he was thinking. I, he was probably just like watching the show. You know, yeah, I mean, he probably wasn't too concerned with where we were at. But I, um, I did not mingle at the end because I was dead set on something we will not mention on the show. But it was what I was. It's all. It's nothing sexual. Don't get. Your mind shouldn't yeah. be in the gutter, but my uh, my mind was dead set on something else. I just remember what you were talking about. Yeah, yeah. no, nah, it wasn't anything gross or anything. No, what? No, nah. no. I just wanted to go buy something, but yeah. um, but yeah, uh, fucking that the the six man fucking stunk. Yeah. <laughs> so sorry, Minoru Suzuki, <laughs> but like the average age of people in that match was like three hundred fucking years old. Crazy. Yeah. And then the main event of the night, man, I swear to God, I peaked like the mushrooms just like had one last grasp at like my soul when the final countdown started playing. I was losing my mind. I felt like I felt myself go fucking super saiyan. I was so surprised, dude. Very much so. Yeah. Honestly, like it makes me a bad wrestling fan, but I could not pay attention during this match because my mind was preoccupied. Preoccupied with all the women who might be mad at you. <laughs> Schrodinger's fucking ladies. Yeah, it was rit- literally like when we were going back to the car, well, not our car, the car of the nice man who gave us a lift home. Shut up, Brett. Thank you, Brett. Uh, mm-hmm. It literally did feel like I was like being led into a prison sentence, or like you know the feeling of like going into work and you know you're gonna immediately get fired. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I know it's that like feeling that. very well. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and that all that doesn't always happen either. So you know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, fucking that was crazy. But yeah, I uh, I thought the match was was incredible. Um, mm-hmm. 
I was overcome with a feeling of joy and because uh, like I could feel fucking how excited Brian Danielson was to be doing this match. He yeah. couldn't keep a fucking smile off his face. Um, but something did get the smile off his face because he got his fucking arm broken. <laughs> if shit. <laughs> but yeah, it was really good. The finish was really abrupt and confused the shit out of me. And then Brian Danielson, with a broken arm, did the most fucking sweetheart babyface promo ever. Said it was the best crowd he ever wrestled in front of, which I'm sure he says to all the crowd. But uh, and then he, he sent us home happy. Yeah. And and yeah, I fucking um, I asked which of the guys there was from Hamilton got a ride home with a fella named Brett. We talked about movies and shit for a little bit. And uh, then we went to A&W and got hamburgers. Well, there was also, you know, they pop up every once in a while. It's a fucking French-Canadian again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I fucking try to bum a cigarette off a French-Canadian guy out front of the arena. He gives me one. It's the dirtiest old man smoke I ever had in my life. Just, like, loose tobacco. Thing felt fucking wet. Dog shit. Dog shit smoke. But I was like, man, did you know they're going to play fucking... I bet it's like, I bet you didn't expect them to play Final Countdown, huh? He was like, actually, I knew about this two days ago because the man who wrote the song sell the rights to a rights publishing company two days ago. <laughs> I was like, wow. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. Alright, yep. let's, let's... Thanks, man. Mm-hmm. And then we smoked the worst cigarette ever while we walked to Brett's car. It's like he had them buried for 15 years. <laughs> he was in a shipwreck before he got here. He washed up on Lake Ontario. <laughs> And he just dried him out on his hotel room heater. The dirtiest smoke I ever had. Honestly, honest to God, sometimes you need them like that. That's true. It was an appropriate cigarette for the moment. I'll yeah. say that. It mm -hmm. shocked me awake. Yeah. Plus my vape died. Yeah. Like about fucking three quarters of the way through the show. Bummed me out. Because I just started vaping in there. I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> me too. I was... I was waiting for somebody to try to throw me out. I didn't give a shit. It's like, hey, brother, I was, I was, uh, I was, I was bumming vape hits. Yeah, we're just sneakily passing it to each other, hand to hand, but then and just I... blowing the clouds into the sky. Yep, that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> we were so rude. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that bartender probably hated me. Definitely, because I didn't tip her shit. I fucking I never got any drinks or anything. Well, and I, you weren't supposed to then, I guess. No, no, I know, but like I, I, you know, if I wasn't fucked off mushrooms, I would have got a couple drinks and and tipped her. Yeah. But uh, I'm sure other people did. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like like Jarvie's like fucking. He loves he loves the sauce, so he probably took care of that for all of us. I would say. Yeah, I but, got yeah. two. Rum and Cokes? No, two Jack and Cokes. Mm -hmm. And uh, one gin and tonic, because I was feeling supersonic. Delicious. Yeah. Fucking. It's very funny that the uh, <laughs> the main character of Twitter a day or two later in our little wrestling Twitter sphere was in our suite that night. <laughs> yeah, we could have stopped all this. We could have stopped all this uh, safety discourse from happening in its track. But no, we had to do drugs. 
I I regret nothing. I think we made the right choice. Because that was a night I'll never forget as long as I live. By God, those substances had a family. They're getting abused. <laughs> we abused the shit out of them. I, th I think Monday we were pretty much straight edge. I don't even think I smoked any weed that day. Yeah, we I was did. afraid of it. Well, did we? Yeah, towards the end there. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then we watched Below Deck with my girlfriend. Which, good time, but I was I was holding my tongue because I was going to say so much offensive shit about, I knew it. I could... about the guest on that ship. Oh, my God. He was so annoying. Yeah. He was so fucking annoying. It drove me crazy. I was, I was insistent that it was a different annoying guy that was already on that show once before. Because he was squealing. He was making all kinds of horrible sounds. Another thing, this is a little behind the scenes as we wrap up. One, the only complaint I have about the entire trip is Mr. Kurt keeps his TV very low. Oh, and... you find? Huh? I said you find? Yeah. I could yeah. barely hear it. I, maybe it's my, my ears are bad, but I could barely hear anything. No, it's it's not your ears. Um, also, like uh, I realized that the audio system was kind of fucked up. The bass was super high. Yeah. And the actual volume was low, so I adjusted that. Yeah. After a while, but yeah, it was uh, it was it was kind of like muddled before. You were right about that, but uh, yeah. But I wasn't gonna say resolved. anything because I didn't want him to be like, "You come into my house and you insult my TV. Get yep. the fuck out." You insult my sound system, which is a Logitech speakers hooked into a subwoofer. And you just throw shit at me as I run yeah. out. That's right. You get out of here throwing all your laundry behind you. You go on, get. I do like a slide on the hood of someone's car and like jump in. Mm -hmm. <laughs> to pitch a jump over one of the waterfalls in Hamilton. For oh, some shit. reason, the car, despite being like in Ontario has the Confederate flag on it. Do 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 <laughs> Oh hell yeah. So yeah, yeah, Monday we were straight edge. Mm-hmm. Until we smoked weed way late in the night, which I yeah. forgot about. Yeah. Which was cool. Yeah. Helped mm -hmm. me get to bed. Woke yep, up. And then I crashed and fucking my man was already gone. By the like, time he woke up. Yep. Like I had... dust in the wind. It was all over. I had one more coffee crisp for the road. Mm -hmm. My man loves coffee. Crisp. Oh my god! Every day, I've never. I <laughs> I haven't eaten more candy. I've eaten. I ate more candy bars in that weekend than I had in the past like five years. That's crazy. Because I I'm loved so... coffee crisp. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm so glad you found something. Uh, a treat. Yeah. That, uh, that you like. Then the flight home was a nightmare. We had the worst turbulence I've ever... And I fly a good bit. So this was the worst turbulence I've ever experienced. And the dude next to me is literally having a fucking panic attack and oh, throwing God. his arms up. And people around me are scared. They're like, this plane's going down. And for some reason, I'm in complete peace. I'm like, I've done everything i've ever wanted to do if this plane goes down i'm perfectly okay with it thankfully that's, it didn't that's very zen <laughs> i have to say you achieved perfect zen at the forbidden door yeah yeah 
Yeah, we o we opened the forbidden door in our minds that night, I think. Exactly. Came, came out stronger people. Mm-hmm. The end. Mm-hmm.